0: everybody and welcome to the invincible podcast probably the best superhero podcast in the universe this is a show where friends sit around to talk all things invincible a comic book and animated series created by robert kirkman cory walker and ryan otley i'm one of your hosts ryan and joining me today is bill
1: hi everyone good to be back
0: and tj oh it's tj it's been a fucking while this was one of those months i was talking to Wyatt about it because he releases new music every friday every first friday like we do episodes now and uh it was one of those months where it was like a five week kind of gap between first Fridays um, versus the usual, which means we're probably due for like one that's even shorter than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't looked, but I'm assuming that's about to happen. <clears throat> it was a nice. It was a nice break. It was. It was. We also
2: did Oblivion Song podcast, too, not not too long ago. So yeah. yeah,
0: but it did feel weird. And I'm kind of glad because there isn't a whole lot... Of stuff to talk about oh coba um <laughs> but uh it's nice because we're gonna we got a nice uh relaxing chat planned we got some interesting news that came out of conventions and so on that i'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about uh, what you have to say about it mm. so yeah but what else is new Anything new and exciting? Nothing.
1: No. We, we've, we, even though we haven't done a podcast, well, we did Oblivion Song, but we have seen each other a lot, I feel, yeah. in the past.
0: We've probably seen couple, each other yeah, a couple weeks. more in the last month and a half or so than yeah. we did all of 2020. <laughs> True. <laughs> which makes sense. But, you know, gone to see movies and so on, watched shows. Mm-hmm, we watched mm-hmm. uh, a couple things, which we might, we might bring up later. Um, other than that, we, um, We do have a couple emails we want to talk about, and you can email us if you'd like to be part of the show. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Um, We do have a website, theinvinciblepodcast.com. You can find all the episodes listed there as well as a handy reading guide. Um, And that reading guide is great if you're trying to get into all the tie-ins and so on. Uh, But... If you haven't read Invincible, um, it can you know not only show you some where the tie-ins fit chronologically, but I do want to bring up that we do cover spoilers in this episode or in this podcast. We have moved out of um, you know a spoiler-free zone when we were talking about the uh, show uh, on the episode-to-episode recaps, but we're back at a point now where we will be spoiling the comic. So if you have not read the comic and you are interested in that and you don't want potential spoilers for the show going forward, um, bail out now go read the comic come back um we'd love to hear what you think of the comic if it's your first time as well uh like tj said we are also the oblivion song podcast oblivion song another awesome robert kirkman book is uh nearing rapidly approaching its finale where we got 3 4 and through uh 3 three more issues three more yep. issues yep so we're yeah. on the uh, we're on the other half this is where things Things are probably going to get a little crazy, and uh, that's going to be coming out, um, what are we in, August right now? End of probably. August.
2: I believe August 25th
0: is the oh, next Oh, really? Month. That feels a little bit longer. I wonder if it got pushed a week or so, because it was usually the second week of August. August, yeah, August 25th. Yeah, well, we'll, be, um, we'll have a new episode of the Oblivion Song Podcast to talk all about that issue the Friday after it's out.
2: Ah, um, the twenty
0: seventh. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. it would.
2: That's how, that, that's how that's how numbers work.
0: I got to tell you guys, for the first time, because I don't go out much and haven't gone out much over the last year or so. I wore an, in my Invincible shirt to Wegmans, our local grocery store, a big grocery store here, <coughs> and I don't remember wearing my Invincible shirt other than like to work and back or you know to a couple places. I got two people commenting on it in like a quick trip into the grocery store and out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was awesome like I just was just thinking about it because I had to stop there again today on my way here and I wanted to tell you guys how cool that was because I didn't get a chance to tell you and how crazy it is that that's a thing you know I've had that shirt and it was my blue one I've had that shirt for a couple years now it's never happened before and the first time wearing it out like in a public really public place since the show and I get two comments on it makes yeah. me really excited
2: I, to like I think it's happened it to again.
0: <laughs> each
2: of us like there was a time literally I was I think it was the last episode that we recorded no I was on my way to see like Bill or something like we were gonna hang out or something I was picking up Ramen. Ramen yeah. Oh yeah. And I went into the, into the, you know, to get the takeout and the guy like freaked out when he saw my, <laughs> when he saw my shirt and he was like talking to me all about it. And I told him, you know, about the podcast, you know, I you gotta, you gotta self promote, you know, I got to put yourself <laughs> out there a little bit and uh, yeah, we, like he wouldn't, he kept like apologizing because he wouldn't let me leave. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't want to keep you. I just like, what about this? And like, he oh, just wanted God. to talk about it. He was excited about it. So mm-hmm. it's crazy to see like people as excited as we are but about the show who haven't read the comic mm-hmm. like new fans being yeah, yeah. as excited as they are
1: whenever whenever i go out wearing my invincible shirt someone says something to me about it even if it's just in passing like mostly it's just like oh great show like literally every that's time so I go freaking
0: out. cool man like I, this time. was like the first time for me just because i don't go out as often and when yeah. i do it's a, such a quick trip this was the first time wearing one of my Invincible shirts to a very mm. public place, and I like cannot wait to do it again. Just because like it yeah. is such a recognizable thing now.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like I wear a lot of like brand not branded, but like like pop culture shirts, yeah. like the Nostromo, the Facehugger. I have a Starship Trooper shirt that's Resident super Evil. ambiguous. Resident Evil, like totally crazy stuff. And and some people are like, oh yeah, Code Veronica's my favorite game. I'm like oh yeah, but like Invincible, very consistent. Like. Every single oh. time I wear it, if I'll go to Tops of like Liz, watch this. Someone is gonna say Tops being another like grocery store. Um, someone's gonna say something, so it's it's really cool.
0: It is really cool. It's awesome.
1: And I want to stop and I want to talk to him about it, but <laughs> I I feel like the right thing is to be like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: That's I know, cool. right? Yeah, yeah, the first time it was in passing for me, and it was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know that kind of thing. And then the second one was yeah. actually the guy cashing me out, and he was like, you know, was, you know your your shirt's not as uh, it's it looks like it's missing some blood. Or something like that. Like, he commented on how it was so clean and not covered in blood. And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, the logo. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right. I want to move into some news because that's the majority of this episode. Uh, I do have the largest news item kind of consisting as the main topic. But we're going to go through some of the smaller items um, before we get to that. Before
1: you you get into news, did you
0: know that we got, I think, at least
1: we have reviews Are you from checking. May.
0: I don't on know iTunes. I don't know if we have if I have seen those um I can read them at the end yeah that's yeah, do there's yeah. there's like
1: four four new reviews in there Oh, cool yeah.
0: reviews over on uh, apple Podcasts. sweet thanks um so first up not a big news item might be the last time I bring this up but um maven is still the maven animation studios is still putting out youtube videos um follow their youtube channel it's really cool that every like week or two there's a new like you know a new video put out that shows the process with the animation um the one that i think came out between last episode and this was a uh a longer breakdown of a scene and it showed the you know the arduous process of animating that scene from every you know just slowly moving it's almost like making the flip you know a flipbook or something and seeing the time it takes just to make it was omni-man throwing the one flaxen. and um and that was really cool seeing that and crazy just how much time goes into just a split second scene um the posters arrived these were up for sale months ago um in the invincible store uh right around the finale i want to say right tj
1: it was it was the day after the finale. Yeah, I, feel, I think it I was like the there's... day
0: of the finale. It was for uh, it was like the last hashtag Invincible Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I think it was the day of the finale it came out.
0: And there's you know these printed in LA um, high quality posters that uh, that were released. We finally got them. Uh, TJ, you got all six. I did. I got the uh, I got the first uh, episode poster and apparently some of them are coming randomly signed right yeah my uh you know go ahead cj i'm sorry go ahead
2: my episode four poster came
0: signed by robert kirkman
2: yeah and i was like it i got my posters before anybody had posted about it online so i was like holy shit what the fuck (laughs) i even like texted you guys i was like did your guys posters like i was like surprised that i had no idea Mm -hmm. So I just
1: recognized his signature just obviously (laughs) because because you've seen it a few times. because You've gotten it so many times. Uh, Once or Uh, twice. So I also got the first episode one and it's awesome. I didn't know you got one. Yeah, I got it. Oh, sweet. Isn't it? It dude, isn't it? It is. It is really really, nice. It's really it's it's thicker than I thought it was going to be. And it's like on almost like photo paper. So it feels super nice. But to be fair, I didn't unravel it all the way because I don't I don't want to take it out uh until i have like either a mounting for it yeah. or a frame so it mine could be signed i don't you know. haven't looked i haven't looked at it in <laughs> detail. i could i could right now i'll wait I'll wait
0: yeah um i doubt it is i doubt it same is. i am uh i am doing the same thing though i am waiting uh to to find the right frame or whatever how whatever i'm going to do with that um along with something else we got that i got to figure out framing for but we'll get to that um they finally revealed and made available the CGC labels. So now when you get a book CGC'd, uh, you can have it, say, Invincible and have an, you know, an image of Invincible in the corner of it. So it's a cool little custom thing that you can get added on to your CGC'd books when doing that. I think it's like an extra 10 bucks or something to, to do that label. TJ, do you have any interest in redoing any of your CGC's or will you do that for upcoming Invincible books? You get CGC'd.
2: For upcoming, absolutely. I'm tempted to do it with my current ones for sure. I don't yeah. know if I will though. But for upcoming ones, definitely.
1: Yeah. Do you have to? Do you have to send them in and get them to, them regraded? Like you can't just send them your CGC comic and have them apply the.
0: That's a good question. I don't know if they would have to be regraded because then you're running the risk of it being coming back at a lower score or something. But they'd still yeah. have to crack it, right? I, that's a, that's the question. Like, will they just replace the label for a cost or for a fee or something? Right. That's a good question. I don't know. We're gonna to have to find that out, because that would be more ideal. I mean, they obviously—I mm-hmm. don't think they would do that at a convention or anything, though. TJ, so you'd still have to go through the process of shipping them and everything. But I will say, I have been ever since—jeez, ever since the uh, the free comic book day issue, Invincible—I've been thinking about putting together a shipment to send in. And since then, I know you probably also have. A dozen books that you'd want to get CGC that have come out within the last year. So yes. we should probably get together and
2: I have like do a, a huge, huge pile. Yeah, huge pile.
0: Um, we've got our first awards nomination uh this is coming from the hollywood critics association not, not the podcast Bill. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> no talking? no invincible the animated series has a uh a, a nomination for the hollywood critics association uh for animated series and um that will be the, the the winners will be announced on august 22nd it's going up a few different things such as animaniacs um harley quinn um I don't remember what else. Harley Quinn is is the competition. I think Harley I Quinn like is the toughest. It's,
2: it's the it's between Invincible and Harley Quinn. Yeah, and Invincible is new. It's um unique. I feel like it's got to be. Do you think it's game. got a shot? I really think it's going to win. I, I really I do. I think it has a good what shot.
1: A, what if it won an Emmy? What if it?
0: I Emmy, mean, I think Emmy nominations went out, and I don't think it was. It wasn't even nominated. No. No. That's sad. I know. It would That's... be cool. I mean, we still have. I feel like this is just the beginning of the next upcoming award season. It would be Mm -hmm. nice to go in with a win from this Hollywood Critics Association. Um, So maybe we'll get it, you know, as far as uh, some other awards later in the year. All right. Next up, there was the Skybound Expo 2 uh, convention, virtual convention that they did. Uh, they did this last year and brought it back again here, um, with, uh, two days of interesting panels and, um, and merch and all this kind of stuff. Uh, the one I want to talk about first is, and I want to say this was the first day, maybe it was the second, either way, it was the, it was the second day. It was the Greg Miller panel with, um, called, uh, um, looking back at season one of Invincible. And Greg Miller from kind of funny hosted. He had, um, Robert Kirkman along with Gillian Jacobs, Walton Goggins, and Jason Mansukis on, um, did you guys get a chance to watch it? Yes. I, yeah, I watched the majority of it. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I, I thought it was a lot of fun and I loved how off the rails it got later into the episode or into the, uh, um, panel as it went. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talked a little bit about what it was like when they were cast, um, you know, whether they had to audition. And it seemed as though they all had to audition, but what that was like without knowing who their character was and finding their voice. And um, they talked a bit about whether they knew the book and they had varying answers from that. I was really fascinated to, to hear Walton Goggins. He 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 talked probably the most out of everybody on that panel, but he was so fascinating with, um, you know, we've heard a bit about how... This was his first kind of real voice acting thing. So he went into it really like, like, like taking as an actor, as a live
2: action actor. And it it's funny because like when we had Kirkman on uh, for the finale, he told us about that. And yeah. it was it was cool to hear it from his perspective and uh, and talking about how they had to kind of calm him down and let him kind of walk through it on his own yeah. and actually like walk around the studio and move things around. And then he was like, all right, I got it. And then went in and voiced it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then of course, Jason Mendoza mm-hmm. just being familiar. With, yeah. Just being him familiar with voice acting and familiar with playing a, you know, an asshole character and, and what that was like, um, uh, you know, talking to Gillian Jacobs about whether or not she expected this and like, did she know what she was getting into with this character and, um uh then the uh whole Hollywood Bobby Kirks thing happened, uh which was pretty funny and I like that Robert Kirkman really leaned into that for a bit there. That was that was fun. Um they, Robert Kirkman also talked, which we've heard him talk about and he's gonna talk more about in uh in at the San Diego Comic-Con thing, was streamlining the story, um how they made the cuts and you know, updating it, making it a little bit more modern, you know. Uh, You know, that there's been things that, you know, when it comes to, uh, they talked about um, William being openly gay from the start and how it's just updating things and, you know, plussing them up and everything. Um, You know, Walton Goggins talking a bit about uh, how he found inspiration for Cecil's voice and someone that is, um, you know, still vulnerable, but willing to get the job done uh, and Greg Miller asked if Kirkman can give any teases for what's to come. Not really, but you know, Kirkman stressed again that Angstrom is a big part of season two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, people might be saying that how are they gonna top season one? And Kirkman's like, oh my god, so much is coming. Like you, like the, don't Read worry the about comics. That. Yeah, like um, uh, Jason Manzucas was like really excited for space to come into it. And Kirkman said, yep, space is going to start becoming more of a, a player. Um, but, you know, un- unfortunately for Jason, he's like, no, you know, definitely no Thrag in season two. But there is going to be a lot of space. So that was an interesting That like, like, you know, we thought even, oh, maybe Thrag could be in season season one when we were, I think- when we were thinking about the whole. Uh, um, what's his name thing? Uh, we thought he could have been uh, Steve. Um, <laughs> Steve, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I still don't know if it's off the table as like a conquest cameo that from season one for a Thrag cameo in season two.
1: I I feel like based off of Kirkman's actual um, San Diego Comic Con, just it, when it was him. Mm-hmm. I I feel like we're gonna get Thrag, like e- even it, I think it's probably gonna be more than what we got. Really? And, yeah, I do, and I conquest don't. too.
2: Yeah. I like. So my perspective of Thrag was, I mean, maybe maybe like a cameo, like we got with Conquest or something like small like that. But I don't think we're gonna get, we're gonna know his name or anything like that. We're gonna get like an official introduction by Thrag. What I, are you gonna say?
1: I, yeah, no, I'll, I'll actually put a bet on it, T.J. I so bet you
2: think you. we're gonna get introduced to him in season two.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I I.
2: I say, I don't think I say we will, the and I, most
0: we get is what we got in the book with this first introduction: Anissa showing up to him and saying, and then like, that's what and, it'll and, be, and talking so, to him, and that's it. Yeah, so but that he'll, he'll, I think is going to be in season three. I I'd say no, nothing in two. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, because Anissa's got to show up. Well, Anissa does have to show up before Conquest. Yeah, she would show up, two. No, Anissa would show up beginning of season three, and Conquest would be the finale for three. Yeah, but that's that's but we don't even three. really like.
2: Thrag is such kind of like a slow burn into the comic to where you don't even like really think of him as a threat, especially after like conquest and shit that you don't realize that that he is who he is until you're like, oh, shit, like this dude's like for real.
1: That's why I feel like in the show they can they can do it like he can be in one episode. He can be in a 30 second clip for like um thanos was in um but that like when one, thanos, of, one of one of the avengers movies like it was literally yes. just like one clip and you're like oh fuck, and then thanos exactly. didn't show up for like six movies like that's exactly why
2: i don't think that that's going to happen because if it happens the way that ryan just said and we're like anessa like kneels down and kisses his fucking ring like they did in <laughs> with thanos exactly like what you're saying you're you're automatically going to think oh, shit, they didn't introduce this guy. They just showed him real quick. He is a major threat, which I think goes against the comic. Like I said, I think he's like a slow burn. I think the the problem with that, though, TJ,
0: is, and and I'm agreeing with you, TJ, the problem with that, and I'm agreeing, is saying that here he is. He's not really going to do anything for like three more seasons, though. Like, I agree with that happening, but it needs to be a little closer to him doing something. Because I'd hate to see that, and then it'd be like, all right, Conquest for a season, and you don't see Thrag at all. And then Dinosaurs for a couple seasons, and you don't see Thrag at all. Like, there needs to be- If they I think what I'm saying is,
2: if they introduce him, I want them to introduce him in a way that he does not seem like he's going to be a big character.
1: Which is, is exactly what they should do in season two.
0: Yeah, I think we're all saying the same thing. Bill just thinks it's gonna happen sooner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, but according to uh, Robert Kirkman, no threat in season two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he used the word definitely, so I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> um, but that was that was the uh, Greg Miller um, looking back at in season one of Invincible panel. Uh, out of
2: someone, go get
0: Jason Manzoukas for us. Damn it, he's got to come one on, the on the show. show. Sometime. He's got to come on. He's, um, he's so much fun. The uh, oh my god, I know he'd be a blast. Uh, next up at the, uh, Skybound Expo, we got the release of the tote bags and the poster bundle, which came with all six posters signed. Um, I don't know if there was any other Invincible merch, was there? Oh, there was the Adam Eve box. So there's a oh, yeah. Adam Eve, like, mm-hmm. bundle, uh, that came with, like, the action figure, the socks. Um... Maybe a shirt. I don't remember everything. The box looked cool. I didn't get it, though. Uh, there's also a an, an art card or something that's in It came with the, there. Com, the, the
2: comics. Academy
0: of Comics. Oh, did it come the with Academy of Rex mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had just about all that, so it didn't seem worth it for me to be to, to buy it, although I did want the box. <laughs> oh, just for the box? Just for the box. Just for the box alone, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't worth it just for the box. <clears throat> I you don't get, have
2: the socks, though, Ryan.
0: I don't have the socks, I could have gotten them and just gave them to Katie. She would wear them. I don't know if I would wear them. Um, I did get my, my bag, which is Mark's eye, his goggle. I think it's... Have you gone grocery shopping with it? No, but I should. See if, see if people recognize this. Like, yeah, this is a billboard. But pretty cool. I'm happy with it. I think it's funny. Uh, I still, still haven't seen Omni-Man's ass online. Um, at least the bag. Because that, that is going to be the best one. If, so, mm-hmm. if somebody gets that, they have to post it. I bet
2: someone saved it. You like think, Sean oh, Kirkham someone, has someone it or something. At, yeah. Someone at Skybound yeah. saw that yeah. and, and kept yes. it?
0: Yeah. Um, we also had a CVL, Comics Vault Live, from Sean Kirkham uh, at Skybound Expo, which all three of us managed to get the Attack Peter issue 19 variant one of the first times and we this was revealed after i think last episode one of the first times um there's been a variant for an issue of invincible that wasn't issue one and wasn't an issue like currently coming out like Mm -hmm. it's super random like i've never heard of that happening like so i thought that was actually really cool and one of the coolest things about it not to mention the crazy art on it from um from attack peter uh that art that was also sold as a original print as well uh bill did you end up getting yours and like oh you did you did see what number it was and everything yeah, did I you check yep. out the paper and everything that it's on oh it's really cool it is really cool i'm I'm yeah, excited to All try and, prints are so sick i'm so excited but to, to the, find uh, a way to like frame it and try and get it so that the edge is still seen and everything because mm-hmm. so, I, yeah. I have i have that one and mm-hmm.
2: obviously getting the uh so i have the that print of battle beast and the uh attack peter cover variant and i have the um attack peter ultra mega cover variant and the print so i kind of want to like frame them up and like put the comics like below them in kind of a cool type of way but i gotta figure out. you didn't get your comic
1: yet did you the 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 battle beast issue 19 no not yet no okay I yeah, make sure.
0: Yeah, that didn't get sent out yet. It yeah. made me wonder whether or not, because it hasn't been sent out yet, whether or not they would come with the new Invincible CGC label. But I doubt it because they didn't advertise that. You know, they just showed it off as yeah, a standard. But that would be a cool surprise if it came with that. I would surprise. like that surprise. Surprise. Um, that's it for no. It's not it. We also had what talking about um. Skybound X Skybound X was the uh, anthology type um, uh, comic weekly comic release the uh, five issue thing that Skybound was putting out to celebrate the ten years of, um, of their ten year anniversary and in that and I don't know if you guys we didn't talk about it before do you guys want to talk about it after the main topic topic but um, within those five issues we got. A few really cool things not to mention the uh rick grimes 2000 but we got a new mini issue of science dog as well as a uh a a look at uh robert kirkman and jason howard's new comic book code uh do you guys want to talk a little bit about our thoughts on those now or after yeah no it's i think it's i think it yeah we can talk about now okay uh issue three uh well no before science dog I don't. I don't know if either of you finished it yet, but Rick Rimes 2000 was batshit crazy and really is one of the craziest things Kirkman's ever done. Uh, it was so much fun seeing Ryan O'Tley um, and that team like back together again because it was just it was Ryan O'Tley doing. What he does best, uh, and you know Kirkman just throwing everything at the wall and making mm-hmm. Corey or Ryan draw it. Um, and it was just a ton of fun seeing all these random characters that and it was it was it was like Robert Kirkman doing like an SNL you know skit on his own characters and his own content and just making kind of fun. Of these characters and and what mm-hmm. happens yeah, to them was, and it
2: was not at all meant to be taken
0: seriously. Oh, no. it, it it's like shark. even <laughs> to a point, I want to
2: say the second to last one, like the fourth comic, it was he was almost laughing at how rushed it was. It was <laughs> so rushed, and he was like, I think he was like joking about it because it was like, hey, I'm Jesus, hey, I'm yeah. Princess, and I'm yeah. a pansexual, and it was like very like. Yeah, quick and and like very anime like mm-hmm. anime type yeah
0: I, I loved it i thought it was a ton of fun and just to see him play with those characters and of course with the yeah. with, with, with the backing of ryan otley doing it and it actually wrapped up really really cool and i'm really happy with the way it ended it's one of those things that like i will i will absolutely reread this you know from time to time because it was just it, such it a fun ride it reminded
1: me of grizzly shark yeah. Went, it just like that kind of ridiculous, satirical, you know. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Crazy guard,
2: crazy the, humor. Um, I loved the Lou and Seal coming together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love yes, that. That yes. was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but issue three of uh, Skybound yeah, X Skybound had X. a really sweet Cory Walker cover. There were, uh, if not the first one, There might have been a couple. Maybe it was only the first one had a Ryan Otley cover. Um, Yeah, there's been a bunch. Uh, Tons of variants, tons of versions, including the Science Dog cover and the Science Dog sketch variant cover, uh, you know, a black and white version of it. for issue three. And so what did you guys think of this little science dog uh mini? This was continuing the story from the uh back half of Oblivion Song twenty-five, like picked up right where it left off. It even had mm-hmm. a little previously on. What'd you guys think? Uh,
1: it was good? I, yeah, yeah, it was good. I really miss Cory Walker's art. Yes. It's Thank so, you, dude. This this issue yeah. is so good. Especially, I don't know what it was about the end, but it made me feel super nostalgic. Like at the end, Science Dog goes into some other dimension and there's just a bunch of aliens there. And I'm like, Corey Walker, man, like something about him. Yeah, it's great. It's great.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought it was good. The whole ending felt uh, like, I don't know, like him, him going to the scientist and the scientist being like, dude, like you kind of ruined my life and you're I'm trying to create all these um problems and i'm trying to be the one to be the hero to solve them all and you
0: keep solving them
2: Mm -hmm. so yeah it was again it was kind of like a
0: i love daniel and rachel they're mm -hmm. awesome again as usual this scene with science talking to daniel and playing chess playing
2: chess checkmate checkmate.
1: so funny
0: yeah Yeah, damn, damn 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 and you see rachel in the background fixing the arm of her robot and just like Mm -hmm. the time between like everything about that whole layout, the dialogue, the, the art, the, the, the humor is just exactly what I want. And like you said, Bill, I just miss like this was such like comfort food for me. Yeah. I loved it. This was one of my favorite moments of science dog and he's, and it's been really, really good, obviously in the past, but really curious to see how that, that ending though, to see Mm -hmm. where, where that's going. So Hope it's not. Uh, hope it's not too long. When was issue twenty-five of, of *Bleeding the Song*, TJ? Almost um, a year ago. Yeah, 10? a
2: year. It was June of twenty-twenty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So probably the shortest gap between moments of *Science Dog*, but still a year. It's going to be in
2: like. It's going to be uh, issue twenty-five of *Firepower*. Oh, maybe. Damn, maybe. It'll be something. It'll be something like that. Um, something fire. Or maybe the the uh, the last the last issue of Oblivion Song or something like that. Which, by the way, we we fucked up in the beginning, so I'm going to write it now while I say it. There's four issues left. Next issue was is 33 out of 36. Oh really? Yeah. So we have 33, 34, cool. 35, and Doesn't 36. Doesn't that feel
0: like you just gained a, a new another issue? A well, yeah. How exciting! You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then of course the uh, I mean I got to give a shout out to the Murder Falcon um, yeah, short that was in a good there. One. That was really good. I haven't read the. Um, ultra mega yet one though just because i'm still behind on catching up on the main series i want to wait um i gotta say
2: my favorite mini it it really it was redneck it was so good was it good and it was because again they're all like kind of they're all all these minis are like jokes or like well they're like standalone anthology kind of things yeah super quick things and they uh and ryan you asked me because you hadn't read redneck yet and you want to you You were asking like, should I just read this like mini short? Definitely not because okay. it spoils something huge. Um, but yeah, I mean Murder Falcon it, has it, a huge it,
0: spoiler in it
2: <laughs> well I mean obviously Redneck is about vampires and stuff people like vampires that have been alive for like centuries, and it shows somebody like okay. a real person in, in yeah. history and um that's like not in the comic, but it it like shows them a real person in history and its it was really cool like what they did with it. OK, All All right. it was awesome. Cool.
1: Um, and then issue five. Bill, you red? Did you finish Redneck? I finished the first volume and then I bought the second volume in Spanish.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, cause I started reading it and I was like, did I miss
1: something? <laughs> what is going on right now? And then I look, I'm like, son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> Fucking comicsology, man. So I'm torn. I'm torn because I want to read it. Knowing that the end is coming. They've got to put out a nice like hardcover collection, TJ. I want like a nice hardcover collection because right now they're all trades. It's been there's like seven trades or something and they're all soft covers. Yeah, they must have been waiting for to to do a collection. But I hope it's not just a big omnibus, but I would like a nice hardcover of that because I'm sure I'll like it. There's no reason why I wouldn't.
1: It's really good. Yeah, it's really fun.
0: Yeah. All right. It's It's very easy to read. Yeah. Issue 5 of Skybound X featured, um, you know, a handful of things, including Code, C-O-D-E, Combat Orb Defense Engines, by Robert Kirkman and Jason Howard of Wolfman fame. So, what would you guys think of Code? So, I'll
1: go first. Okay. I think it's interesting and ironic that we went to go see the Green Knight. We just talked about this. <laughs> all, all four of us were talking about, and I was like, "You know what? I want to see Kirkman do something totally fucking weird that doesn't make any sense. It's totally out there, and that's exactly what this was." I was like, what "Dude, the as fuck I was reading this, that's why, I,
0: that's why I asked you if you were like because I was like trying to get find out yeah. whether or not you had read it yet." Yeah, so yeah. it's it's this weird futuristic sci-fi thing that also has like um fantasy classes blended in like you have yeah. your 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 wizards and your you know knights or, your, or your yeah your tanks yeah. like you've got all the different classes and their roles in this environment that is fighting like technology or something mm-hmm. um I will say it was a little jarring because it felt like we were thrown into something it didn't feel like an introduction it didn't feel like let's explain there was not really any yeah. exposition it mm-hmm. was like which hey is, we're yeah. just talking this language and this gibberish and saying all these words that don't make sense which can sometimes Love come it. off corny to me where yeah, it's no. like oh the zephyr went down the tube and it's like what do you like I, I,
1: yeah the way i will that- say my Go ahead, Bill. I was just going to say the way that they talk, I think, is very deliberately um, vague, cor- corny, almost. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Like like the way that they're talking, seems like they don't know really how. Yeah. To
0: talk, your your you know source I mean? code like, is calling you home. Answer it.
1: Uh, yeah. But I love when something just throws you in the middle of it and then you just kind of eventually learn what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite kind of thing. And yeah, it's just super weird because it's exactly what I was. You know what it reminded me of, though? Remember when Kirkman did those five stories? Um, yeah, stealth, pilot demon. season, pilot oh, yeah. season, yeah, yeah. What what was the comic that came out of
0: that? That he actually a lot of them. I mean, stealth came out. Murder came, came out of, out of, of it.
2: Um, demonic. Murderer. I think came out of it. Demonic. Yep. He no, didn't.
0: He didn't continue any of them. Did he? He didn't do them. People use those and okay.
1: Yeah, it felt
0: like another one of those.
1: Yeah. Totally. Yeah, go so
2: ahead, DJ. What we're you gonna say? I'm trying to mute myself because Oliver's friggin' begging for attention. Um, I feel like there just wasn't enough of this for me to fall in love with it yet.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Totally. It was um, interesting. That's it was really it interesting. was interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. In the back, there is was a, a little, you know, image mm-hmm. that shows the character models for each of them, and and talking a little bit about you know. What was it? The uh, tankers, speakers, slashers, battlers, and strikers. So yeah, yeah, it definitely, huh. it's definitely a
2: world like I I want to learn more about. Yeah, it's just we don't know enough about it now to, yeah, it kept, to be like really, really intriguing.
1: Yeah, they kept talking about like the citadel and how could there be a citadel like? In humans are left.
0: And, yeah, um, you know, the one like kind of removed her armor. You know. And orb and was like taking a nap or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it it had almost a, and a Power Rangers vibe kind of put in there. You yeah. got all these different colors. You got this thing where you can kind of like armor up and then do your thing with your abilities mixed with some fantasy RPG stuff. It, it's really intriguing. It's really ironic, Bill, that literally like a week ago, we were like, man, it'd be crazy if he did something just completely different and like yeah. that we do not expect. And then here's something that we're like, we don't even really know how to feel because it's so different.
1: <laughs> yeah. When when you said when, when it when when it was Kirkman and Howard, I was like, this is Robert Kirkman. I'm like, it it doesn't feel which I guess is refreshing. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, it it's it's a fucking if he took like Fortnite and and Destiny, it's dude, and, it's and yeah, wrote a, and wrote a comic about
0: him and yeah. yeah, I'm interested, I'm very interested. We'll see. Um, that does it for the most part on the big news items. I do have a note here to remind everybody to keep watching, and reading Cory Walker's blog because, you know, that the science dog reminded me of that and him talking about that and, just like every now and then he'll post some terra art or something really crazy and i just can't wait for more for whatever he's working on to come out yeah um next up i'm calling this our main topic just because there's a decent amount that we might be able to pull from here and this is the san diego san diego comic-con at home 2021 panel with robert kirkman um you guys both got a chance to watch this yep Mm -hmm. cool um He starts this out and uh he i will say overall you know he did a really good job it was fun to watch it is a little crazy how like it's like yep here we are again didn't think we'd be doing this the second time in a row um meaning uh over zoom and not in in person yeah uh he did kick it off uh by saying invincible was doing really well uh amazon and you know everybody are really happy with it that it is just things are looking very good for invincible um side note here, I've never seen, and we've been watching these kind of panels with Robert Kirkman, both live and virtually and all this kind of stuff for years. I've never seen one where it's majority invincible like this was crazy that like almost every question was invincible yeah. related There was even a couple of oblivion song ones that I can't wait to talk about on Oblivion song podcast like there's yeah. like this was awesome like the amount of stuff in this was really cool um but yeah invincible is doing really well uh he's he was amazed by the like explosion on the internet all the memes he got a kick out of um they as far as the future there are all kinds of uh stuff planned for invincible but he cannot announce any of that right now there is cool stuff on the on the horizon um and they will be announcing things soon that's it for that um As far as the questions go. One question was, how close will season two and three follow the comics? Um, He said it'd be a lot like similar, uh, similar to season one. Um, The comic is done. So they have a clearer idea of how it's Mm -hmm. paced out and where to put things.
2: I I want that was my favorite thing that he said, honestly, in this whole panel or the most (laughs) exciting thing, the most exciting thing, because the way he said it, he said in, in season one, it was a little tougher because they don't have an idea of you know, what the show is going to look like and how successful it's going to be. Now that they know that it is successful, they can plan certain things for season two and three because they know that there's going to be other things that they can set up for way down the road. When they didn't Mm -hmm. know that there was going to be that long of a road, when they did season one, yeah, and that's exciting that they can drop little things.
0: Yeah, he he said that him and Simon Riccioppa are working on that now, where he's like, "All right, well, we know that this needs to come into issue, or this thing in issue 133 is going to happen probably in season 10, which means we need to start those seeds in season six, which is what you're yeah. talking about with Rag." Does, like, did
2: did anybody else think that he was felt feel like he was directly talking about um, Rex and Monster Girl? No. that's what i
0: that's what i got i got oh. more excited. i mean you I know what tj you know what, tj Come that on, makes dude. a lot of sense I, right? I i think you're right yeah because yeah. i they, was just excited that he was talking about
1: that far ahead dude yeah, yeah. like guess like, like, he even said season six i was like oh man that's awesome like that he's but they're even saying that thinking. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah and it's cool because we always assumed like when when the series got announced we would like do our theories on like okay this could be season three this could be four but yeah when there's trying to figure out how to turn it into an actual show and working with the artists and the overseas and and distribution and all these kind of things, they're really just probably trying to make one good season. And yeah, Mm -hmm. of course, sprinkle things that they can hopefully tie up later. But now, like, they're actually doing it is really, really cool um he did say that uh he's excited to tweak things angstrom is very much in season two uh if you know the comics you you might get an idea of how he'll fit into season two and you'll be wrong is what he said (laughs) someone
2: asked him uh what's the one character that you're looking forward to seeing in the animated series the most and he said the obvious answer is conquest Mm -hmm. and he said i'm really excited about that because i have uh a lot of changes yes. coming up that I'm, cu- that I'm cooking Enh- enhancements. up.
1: Enhancements. Enhancements. He you said, said tweaks thing. and
2: enhancements. Yeah. 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 That's, I, I, I want Conquest to be a bigger part of it, but I don't want him to be a bigger part of it because that's kind of like him being just a Stitch, having his own small arc and then just being like gone for a long time, I feel like is a part of what Are you makes him special.
0: Are you, you worried that it might be a Shane season one two three kind of situation it's uh, tough because i kind of i kind of want it to be because he's such a crazy
2: character he does the same last time, I, he
0: does last longer because remember he doesn't die the first oh yeah, time he, so he does right, he he stick around and I'm all,
2: sure i i want him to of course i want him to come back because the way he comes back is which is i'm sure awesome. kirkman knows that like i don't, him coming I just, back
0: could be a huge moment because of what happens right. the first time he shows up
2: I'll say this. I don't want Conquest to be a lingering factor across an entire season or even half a season. I that, agree. Man.
1: He's he's a hit and run kind of character. Like, he, exactly. that's, that's I what think makes it's him so exciting. It's, it's
0: almost weird that, that that he would be in more than one episode. You know what I mean? Like that fight should be the Nolan Mark fight. I, like that needs yes. to be a episode where, holy shit, like that goes Dad, on. Who the, who the, no who the Who the fuck is this guy?
2: And then like.
1: Holy Especially shit. if
0: it comes right after the uh, Invincible War, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. That, dude, Conquest the Ark was like, wasn't it six issues, something crazy like that? Uh,
2: uh, sixty-one. No, it was like sixty-one through sixty-four. I think, it was,
0: I think that the fight oh, itself so was issues. like. I think the fighting yeah. itself happens in across three issues. Like, there's the introduction, three issues of fighting, and then like aftermath. Which, in comic book
1: time is 3 months like that's 3 months of <laughs> I know. what you're experiencing when you're reading invincible is a fucking fight one fight that's yeah. crazy
2: yeah honestly when i look back to reading those comics though it's the that time especially talking with you guys about it it's the most memorable time like i remember ex- like t- specific times where I was sitting when I was talking to you guys about these moments mm-hmm. during that time of Invincible, uh, after the, uh, not just Conquest, but also the Invincible War included in that. All four of those issues, like 61 to 60, or 60 to 64, five issues. Um Yeah.
0: like that, Like Eve. Like, a lot has to happen to Eve's character before Conquest arrives. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Mark is you know madly in love with Eve they have a very very strong relationship for that scene to play out the way it does yeah um, you know and we're not we're not even close to that so are we going to talk about the most um, important question that was asked we're bouncing around so oh i can God. try and i can do you want me to keep going in order or do you want me to just yeah, erase to, things go, as we go, um, go he does say he's also very excited for bulletproof thrag and space racer and so on
1: oh yeah that was that was kind of yeah. I, I was because we were worried
0: if Bulletproof was even going to be in the show. Oh, yeah. It seems very much like he is absolutely like he likes Bulletproof a lot. Like he is going to be yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, oh, people
2: would flip if Bulletproof yeah. wasn't in it. He's such a like beloved character. Now, I feel like he's not really on our list, but
0: he there are diehard fans of Bulletproof mm-hmm. out there.
1: Rightfully so. He's a good character. Um, he
0: is. He did also say that he has the perfect actor in mind for Conquest, but he's not telling. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But he also uh, had a question about uh, lessons learned from bringing Invincible to animation. Uh, He said that he didn't expect to love it as much as he did, and that it's a lot more like comics in that, you know, the freedom that you have. And these are all things that he's talked about before. Um, He did say that he now understands a lot more about how the process works, uh, about what looking at early animatics be like, all right, yeah, uh, I guess this is what it's going to look like. And being told by people, like, this is how it goes and knowing now and having the eye for that um he said that there you know there's going to be a big leap in quality for season two and on um that he's more it sounds he sounds more confident and you know really excited about you know tackling mm-hmm. the upcoming seasons um someone asked about the live action invincible and how it will differ uh he said it's still still Way too early, um, and that it will be a unique experience compared to the animated series they're being created. Wait, wait what?
2: It's gonna be a unique experience? <laughs> yes. Can you the the amount of news articles and it's we've because, seen from and this, and this statement. is a perfect example. so stupid. No,
0: no, it's a perfect example of it's because what the masses has happened. Don't they didn't, the they, masses didn't, didn't they didn't, they no, didn't know when he, when he said this for the last three, four years, it wasn't picked no up by cared. anybody because nobody was listening. Know. Now people yeah, are listening. So,
2: but it's just been everywhere. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, dude, like, okay, we, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Some
1: of the articles that, that, yeah, like, like I'll be streaming through like Facebook or Twitter and they're like, Invincible movie still on the horizon. And I was like, "No." fucking
2: shit like <laughs> yeah god. we've been waiting for this like since invincible started it's so, been so long yeah. since
1: this got announced yeah so for for fans of the podcast obviously it's not news to you so we'll just like skim yeah over yeah it.
0: um Orton. this question oh bill is this is this the one someone the one.
1: i don't even know what you're talking about but it's I, don't know, about wolf
0: a, fan. I don't know there's a few but yes wolf fan oh Someone. Oh god someone asked go, go ahead go ahead no go ahead go ahead go ahead
2: Ryan, you say it, and then, and then I'll Someone I'll asked,
0: comment. and then he'll uh, be like the fucking and, pessimist And, about and everybody it. go watch the video, because I didn't write down the names of everybody that asked the question, so go give them credit and watch the video. Uh, will we see Wolfman animated? Um, and as part of the Invincible animated series, uh, Kirkman's reply was, there's a chance. I'll leave it at that. This is what Kirkman <laughs> does. <laughs> it's
2: what he does no, it doesn't mean is. anything it means nothing <laughs>
0: it means that he'll
1: absolutely be in the comic like gary gary hampton will you be in the, the show or i'm sorry in the show he'll, gary hampton will be in the show but as for him being wolfman that's where i i don't know i think that it'll be the kind of like the same thing with seance dog you you, you like he'll be like bearman or some shit like no. that Do you think it's actually going to be...
0: I think that the success... If it's Wolfman, it's going to be Wolfman. I think... Oh, man. I hope that the success of Invincible meant like Amazon's like, all right, so Invincible can come out once a year in the spring. What else you got? Oh, you want to do something in the fall? How about this comic in the fall, or this animated series in the fall, that can be part of the Invincible universe, and it can be what we want? Can you imagine if Wolfman... You know, has his own one season series that then becomes part of the Invincible Animated we series. We never thought, we it should, never thought it in a should million
2: just, years. It should just be an Amazon Prime movie, movie one yes, and done. Yes
0: that too, TJ. Either way, give me four episodes, in, give me in, a movie, give me whatever. Invincible oh. Presents. Invincible Presents. Dude, yes, TJ. The yes. Invincible it Presents. Could, Do
1: the Invincible be, Presents title. It could oh. be an hour and 45 minute movie. Like, gr- it could be a really tight, fucking awesome, action packed movie. But it would also be an awesome eight, eight episode miniseries. Like, I think I think it could work either way. Oh but but the way that he, I mean,
0: I know, I, I know, I, I know.
1: Like, I feel like we're good at, at like reading Kirkman, and <laughs> he on. wouldn't have said it's a. He wouldn't have given any ounce of like possibility even- if it wasn't.
2: Do you even know this man?
1: <laughs> of oh, course yes he would. Yes, of course he would. Of course he would. No, he would not. No, not the oh, way that he answered it. He, he answered it in a way that was very like, you know, obvi- yeah, obviously Wolfman's going to be in it. That's the, the way that I took it. Joe, do you, do, Jay.
2: do 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 I think that Wolfman is going to be in it? Or is going to be a thing? It will because of the, the success of Invincible. That's why I think that. But I just I am not at all reading into how Kirkman reacted to that question because I just I I feel and like Wolf I know Man. him
1: differently. Wolf Wolfman deserves it.
2: It absolutely he does. fucking does. he fucking does. It does. It's so good. It's so I, yo.
0: We need to do a re. We we need to do a reread. It's we time. do. We do. I need to call a timeout here. I'm gonna have to do an edit. My computer is acting up, and we'll come back with another question all right we're back sorry about that um my computer was acting up so we were just talking about wolfman being animated and uh tj did not believe what robert kirkman was saying uh, about there being a chance um we were cutting out in and out a little bit there but for the most part um you know we talked about how great it would be if it was just its own standalone thing that then becomes part of the uh, Invincible animated universe, which would be pretty awesome. Um, Again,
2: I want to reiterate, like it's going to happen. I just don't I'm not reading into what Kirkman is saying specifically that there's like, yeah. you know, I don't do know. Do you
1: think do it's going to happen? Yeah. Sure. All right. So how is it going to happen, though, TJ? Do you think you're going to get Wolfman, have a cameo in Invincible first and then get a spinoff? Or do you think they're going to have a new Robert Kirkman cartoon thing? as wolfman and then have him join the show i i
2: want him to have his own thing and then maybe show up in invincible but i feel like the smart
0: marketing thing would be to have him in the show first yep just like he appears in issue 50 or 48 or whatever it is in um invincible with yeah. uh, uh, Doc Seismic taking over and it showing the different teams. You see Wolfman, it's like, who is this guy? And then you later find out who that guy is and how he ended up there, and that's only half the story, just like what happens in the prison. The Wolfman, and
1: shows, Wolfman shows up in Invincible way before Doc Seismic. They take on the Giant. It Ooh. was it was like
0: Issue 11 of, no, am I wrong? That is that is shortly after Issue 50. That's in the 50s. But yeah, oh. he, okay. the first time he shows up is Doc Seismic attacking Invincible. Got gotcha. High force. Oh yeah, and
1: and, and um, they're both in there, right? Yep. He
0: turns to miss, and they get out. Yep. Okay.
1: Um, um, so, or what if they did? Invincible
0: makes a cameo, and Wolfman. That should happen as well. That should definitely happen as first,
1: well. First, though, what if it did it? What if it did it first?
0: Like TJ saying, I think it's smarter to introduce a really cool character, and that's mysterious. Who is this guy in the bigger show? To launch him. But again, we don't know what we're talking about. They, I'm sure these conversations were had over a year ago and, you know, it, the decision's already been made. Uh, speaking of reading into Kirkman saying things, this question was, will we get eventually or will we get an invincible video game? Kirkman's reply. Eventually, I'm sure we will. I can't say anything more.
1: That, again. Also, that also means definitely, TJ. Again. <laughs> also means definitely. Kirkman never says stuff like that unless it's true. Like if if something is not That's true, not true. <laughs> if something is not true, if something doesn't come to fruition, Kirkman usually says, I don't I don't know. I can't I can't think I can't I can't speak on the matter. But if he says anything, I would say that if he said yes, he does. He does it all the time. No, he said he always says like,
2: oh, you know, anything's possible. It could happen. He did no, with, say, he, with did the say movie. That
1: he did say he did say go ahead. Well, no, like with the movie, people are asking about the movie and he's like, oh, I can't really say much.
0: And that's all that he says. He did say but that Clementine will never meet Rick Grimes. He's like, that's a fact. It will never happen. <laughs> I mean. <coughs> but, but yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we've we heard this before. You know, it's it's something that I'm sure is early, early, early development, you know, which, again, he can't say anything on because it might not actually happen. So uh, still would be very cool. And it's something we've talked about a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked about a Terra spinoff. He said no plans, but who knows? Plans might change. Oh, definitely. That, to be fair, to be fair, that one sounded very confident. That one was like, no, it's it's just not it's not. That like hearing him say that one versus the video game or the wolfman, that one felt like no, it's not happening.
2: Well, here's the thing, but, the but other Marky, questions though. But the the other questions are questions that like of course are having a little bit conversations more conversations about yes. them. Of course, they're having. Of course, they've talked about it. Of course, it's a possibility. So him adding the whole like, I don't know, we'll see, is basically him saying like, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. Like legit, like I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. I don't take that as like, oh, it's it's coming. So yeah,
1: I, I have so. I have another um, analytical breakdown of Kirkman's responses. Okay. That's so this should have been the main topic. I I, I, I I also feel that Robert Kirkman. So he he has the. Definitive no, which is like, no, it's not happening. Or the, I can't really speak to that, which means no. Um, and then the little hints of like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably, but you never know. That means absolutely, definitely. <laughs> and then when he says stuff like, will there be a terror spinoff? And what did he say? He said,
0: no plans, but who knows, plans might change.
1: That type of response is a respectful, I know that it's happening, but I can't take the surprise away from... So you're saying
2: happened. that there is a Terra Mr. <laughs> <spin-off. laughs> yeah. yeah I
0: do. No, I think I, I, I don't I don't think there is a Terra spinoff coming. Really? No shot. No. No
1: oh shot. My God. I think I, we'll,
0: think I think that it's, we, it's, I think there will be something, but I don't think it's a Terra spin off. As much as I want it.
1: We've talked about it before. Yeah. So we we think that it's a uh Marky thing. I think it's more likely thing, right?
0: to be Marky and King oh.
1: Immortal. But yeah. couldn't yeah. that be so you think that's gonna be oh, the we, thing?
2: We have reasons to believe that
1: yeah i think i think terra could be equal parts of whatever comes out but it's on two separate like interesting in two
0: separate worlds yeah
1: so, so yes i think that a terra spinoff I, is I, I I almost, his response mm-hmm. seemed respectful
0: i almost don't even want to give you this next question because it is yet another type of answer that you're going to analyze i, got it. I can break it down someone asked do in, in, in in a similar vein will we ever see a battle beast spinoff similar to um Negan lives and Robert Kirkman's reply was a solid maybe uh if something like he also added if something like what brought about Negan lives were to ever happen again hopefully it wouldn't ever happen again um that he can't imagine, imagine the pandemic yes he can't he actually has the story in mind he can't imagine not doing it during the run of the show of Invincible he does plan and hope to go back to uh Battle Beast in some form someday That is a definitive.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I would agree. That, I mean, right. He even
2: even went into detail, saying like, "I know the story. This, this this is when, this is when I would release it if this were to happen, and if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to release it here." Like, this is something that he actually like legit.
1: He answered the question. He said, he started with like maybe, and then and then he expanded on that. So that maybe Mm -hmm. is. Yes, definitely. To TJ's point, just yeah. But just, why didn't he, well, Bill? Why eventually.
2: didn't? But well, Bill, why didn't he just go? I don't know. Maybe because I like think this is the other because
0: because this one isn't in the works. But it's. But and you it, think but the other had, ones are? I think this is an idea that he'd like to do. I think the other yeah, ones I, are in the works, which yeah. is the difference. Meaning not to not to have, play into Bill's Bill's analyzing. He, he could have said
1: yes, I have plans to do a Battle B spinoff. I just don't know what it is when it's going to be. But he can't do that in the industry, is so he has to say uh, maybe, and then but here's here's what I would do. Yeah. So there's the there's the if he but if but how he answered how sh- shut up how he answered the Terra question, didn't he say? I don't know right no away. No plans,
0: uh, but who knows? Plans could change.
1: Exactly. So he started with uh the, no, there's no plans, and then maybe, instead of maybe, but there's no plans. Do you, you get what I'm saying? He yeah. makes you think like it's like, no, it's definitely not yeah. happening, and he's like, and he like glazes over it, go, over it out of we're, respect.
0: We're approaching um, um, spaghetti monster levels of. <laughs> of theorizing here and and overanalyzing and i i'm i'm all for it um because i agree for the most part (laughs) uh what do you guys think this story would be because it's so because you know it's something that kirkman you know has the idea
2: we literally just talked about like 17 different things
0: he he says that he knows what story he would tell with the battle be spinoff I think so, uh, it would be his origin, how he became yeah. who he is. Oh, like who, really? Who his yeah. his
1: ancestors would be that huh. also had the curse, and then him being like you could te- you could potentially see a battle beast that's not <laughs> affiliated with or affected by like Org. the 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 need to fight.
0: Hmm.
1: Is it handed down like that, or is it start at birth?
0: All we know is that his daughter has the same, you know, thing desire that it, that that he had. I don't know. I, I I initially thought it was just going to be her story, but that's that's really interesting. The origins of it I, I, either
1: are cliche, it
0: unfortunately. Could,
1: like you can either do the origin and it's <clears> cliche, <throat> or you can do like her follow up because you like know what's going to happen.
2: That's not his daughter, though, right?
1: It's not his daughter, right? That's yeah, not it's, his daughter. It's not, oh it's, shit! It's just, the, just another. It's another. Yeah, it's
2: just. Uh, it's the next added. prodigy.
1: Oh, that's okay. what I mean. So like. Yeah. Are they born with it, or do they get it eventually? Like, could she have gotten the avatar? Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: could she have
1: gotten gotten it when she was eight years old? Because then he died, and she got it. Or does it start with like Mm -hmm. a a newborn? See, these are questions that you can answer in the in the origin story. Interesting. Of not of not just Thok, but of 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 that whole like civilization. It could even be
0: who who it was before him. Interesting. I like that. Um. He, he created a, a basketball team out of Invincible Characters, because why else would you not use the Invincible Characters on your basketball team uh, comprised out of his own um, characters? Um, and then the final question was uh, regarding Amber, and it was whether or not animated Amber will continue to be a bigger and better role in the animated series. And the answer was that the plan is for... Um, amber and zazie beats to stay on in a similar size role and uh and as far as whether or not it will change from the comic um uh in some ways yes in other ways no which is something we kind of expected and and have an idea
1: here's the thing when when she is (coughs) in the show it's going to be more impactful than when she was in the comic but she's going to be it but she's yeah, but she's going to be in it less because Amber's a human, and this story, as we know, goes global, goes to the universe, the galaxy. Like she's such a minuscule part, and I feel like that's gonna like that's gonna eventually happen. Amber is no longer going to be. No, I think a- it's
0: I think it's actually going to be a lot closer to the comic than people expect. She'll just be i think more it will just be just more yeah. i think the same thing will happen i think the same thing will happen with eve i think that mark will get stranded you know there'll be the kiss somewhere mark will get stranded due to angstrom and then future eve will show up and that will begin the the conflict within mark uh which will be mostly in season three but the beginnings of that will start in season two in my opinion
2: I think Amber is going to be a main character throughout the entire all of season two. And then in season three, she'll cameo in like two episodes. Yeah, yeah.
0: there you go. Yeah, that's
1: 100 percent what I think. Obviously, I mean, she's a huge part of what's coming up. Like, yeah, I Ryan think he's explain her entire arc. So
0: I, I think the breakup will happen like almost season premiere of three.
1: I think it'll happen After- in season two. Mm-hmm.
2: Ryan. You said at the start of this podcast, though where eve needs to be for the invincible war
0: yeah you're right and Invincible so when War. so what is the
2: invincible war gonna happen season four
0: you'd think yeah because you'd think it would be end of season three wouldn't you
1: yeah shoot it has to align that's amber amber Hacker going quick. to break up in season two mid midway through maybe even like within the first three episodes the
0: problem with yes. that is i expected angstrom to leave mark in that dimension or get or Mark to get stranded in that dimension at okay. the end of season two. And that's when future Eve comes and says, you have to tell, you have to tell her something, tell her anything, tell her you hate her, tell her you love her, just tell her something. And that's such a good line. I love that. And, and that has to happen when he's not with Eve. So it's throwing off my schedule. I don't know. I don't know. Gonna have to think about it some more. Hmm. So, that does it for San Diego Comic-Con and the news that has come out and updates for Invincible within the last month, um, which is a decent amount considering, you know, it's only been a month. Um, so that does it. Uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, a couple other quick things? You mentioned we saw Green Knight Bill. Have you thought more about it? Um, yeah, and I feel
1: the same so i feel like it's just it's one of those things that felt dated and i'm not all about movies that pose questions that they don't have answers to um in a way that's not interesting anyways so but i I, here's the thing if i had to give it out a 10 i would give the green knight like a six that's exactly where i would put it okay you guys would put it at like a fucking nine and ten from what no i'm probably around an eight you know, seven and a half, eight. But I can understand that. Actually, now I can understand that. But yeah,
2: no, I, I think I would. I think I would put it at like probably a a nine, maybe yeah. a little higher, maybe yeah. like nine. You know, for going with decimals, a nine, nine five maybe. Yeah. I
0: thought it was.
2: I thought it was excellent. I do. I don't know. Maybe that's a little high. I. I, I think I'd. I'd stick it. I at do nine. go back and I forth. I do think it's the best movie I've seen so far this year. That's not saying like a ton. That's not really saying a lot. Not much has come out yet. Mm-hmm um i mean suicide squad is getting crazy reviews i'm looking forward to seeing that so we'll mm-hmm. see but um i don't know i mean fucking dune is coming out bro it's going to get shit it's i still haven't weird. seen
0: the second trailer i still haven't but seen a new trailer for that
2: i, I love green knight because i felt like it was simple but it was also not simple
0: mm-hmm. because if that.
2: Yeah, you just got to watch it. That's same why same I same, didn't like I mean. it,
1: because it was simple in that the theme and the message that it was trying to portray. But it was just done, in my opinion, it was just done kind of sloppily. And I thought it was very done, very artsy, which is like I get it. But they had an opportunity to take the original like poem or whatever it was and make it. So it was a little bit more digestible. Instead and of not
0: doing a, a direct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I wish it was a little bit more cohesive. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I wish it was a little more cohesive, but I appreciate it for what it is. And it is a random, like I've, I've compared it to Alice in Wonderland in this or, or these Greek mythology stories where it's like, hey, here's this story of a, a knight and he's going to go on his adventure. It's like a video game where he's going to run into these various Very much challenges like that test his courage and test his chivalry and test uh, you know, his you know might. Yeah, it's all these different knightly <laughs> tests test that he has mate. to go across. Um, but then there's these weird little things through, thrown about it that, you know, aren't explained but should be. And you feel like they should, and if you f- and, and, it,
1: and it's it's like forced symbolism. It like it's like oh, we should put this in here because it could symbolize this, but it doesn't really fit anything that's going on mm. in the story. Yeah, you know what a better version of that movie is, and I said it then, and I thought about it a lot since What's then. That? Where would you guys put Pan's Labyrinth? Oh yeah. So TJ, you you would give the Green
2: everybody night- everybody compared this movie to Pan's Labyrinth, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it it is. It is similar to that. But at the same time, it's different because Pan's Labyrinth was. I guess it was similar.
1: Pan's I, Labyrinth. It was, I need to Pan's see it again. It's been, a, probably
2: it. been probably easily a decade since I've seen it. I, I guess Pan's Labyrinth is similar hold, in, the it it was, so it, in, in the sense that it was in which in the sense that it was a very linear story, linear not in a negative sense, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, there was more to it if you look deeper into it. So I think it is similar. And I would put them on the same spectrum, Bill, if you're asking me to rate one against the other. I think that they're very... I don't know. I mean, my instinct is to say that Pan's Labyrinth is better because I've loved that movie for years, and Green Knight is very new to me, so of Mm -hmm. course my instinct is to say Pan's Labyrinth, but I don't know. I think they're very close yeah.
1: When I, I remember walking out of Pan's Labyrinth and being like, ho- holy fucking shit. That was just yeah. – it it it, 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 it!" it it like hits you in your chest like emotionally, whereas Green Knight kind of makes you just think about it intellectually. Like it doesn't do anything for you emotionally because there's nothing there. Like it's very emotionless but mm-hmm. very intellectually like, oh, what is this? I'm going to ponder on this, whereas Pan's Labyrinth is just like emotional – like gut wrenching and but also very like oh hey, did this yeah. actually happen? Was it War? I think We're spending the war? a
2: yeah. lot of time on this. But I will say, like <laughs> obviously, Bill, we've had we had different we had different experiences. You came out of it, the credits rolled and you just didn't feel anything like you did with Pan's Labyrinth. I came out of it feeling like i did with pan's labyrinth
0: but that was the main movie that came out since the last time yeah suicide mm. squad is out this weekend we'll probably be seeing that talking about it on um oblivion song podcast uh, as far as shows go um uh since we last talked ted lasso is back enjoying that a lot i'm still watching central park and bad batch uh katie and i just started *Shit's creek um Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. Oh shit!
1: <laughs> Damn. Out of all <laughs> the things, out of all the things you said. Yeah. Just creek is so it gets, it's it's really no. I mean, good. I know it's
0: one of those things and that it's it just. It's, gets I know. Good. I've heard so much about it. The awards it's been getting. Like I understand it's great. It's just a matter of me finally getting to start it, and there. I finally started yeah. it. Each
2: season has last.
0: any shows that you guys have been watching. I can't
2: remember. I don't think anything new, yeah. honestly. I've just been watching like a lot of like Gordon Ramsay shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, me too.
1: Hell's Kitchen.
2: Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Hell's I I I, is, I never watched Master Chef. I never watched Master Chef, but I've been watching it. It's good. Yeah, Master um, Chef is the
1: best, dude. Like, yeah, but there, the there hasn't been a new
2: season of that in
1: forever. I know, I know it's crazy, but he's uh, he's got a show on Disney Plus that has like came out because it's got three seasons that was on Discovery, where he goes to a. Culture, like a yeah, place, in like, and they have a cook-off and it's cool. that one's really, really yeah. cool. That one's good.
0: Um, Loki,
1: we didn't talk about Loki. I
0: don't know if we yeah, talked we about did. Loki. I feel like we might have. I talked about, about it on a, on Oblivion song. Yeah, yeah. No, Loki was amazing. I'm super yep. stoked on it. It is very much a product of the MCU, though. Like some of the best things about it are things that set up the future of the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. So as a standalone, I don't think it stands as strong um but obviously I care about the MCU and so that plus the fact that I really enjoyed the story the visuals the the creativeness of it and it's I thought it was amazing it's, it's
1: without Loki there's no next phase of Marvel movies. pretty much like, like it's like, it's, like it's,
0: it's that important if that's to, if, if we're so right in assuming that that is the, the where it's going you know it's yeah massive so yeah, can't wait can't wait for upcoming MCU stuff
1: uh, um I saw Oh, go ahead, Ryan. No, go on. Say it. Uh, I was just going to say, I saw it. Not a show. Are we moving on from yeah, shows? Yeah. So I saw Jungle Cruise. Oh, did you? Um, I haven't seen it yet. It TJ, you'll fucking love it.
2: Really? It looks like the kind of movie I will not like.
1: Dude, it reminds me. Because honestly, it, I was
2: literally, before you say, like, it. I was literally just saying that I'm kind of getting over the whole, like, comedy adventure movies like it, it feels very like sign of the times like where, right now, you know what I mean? where
1: though like what other what feels movies? like the new other the
2: new jumanji movies it feels like the new like i don't know
1: I just, the last movie since the jumanji movies were the jumanji movies that had that kind of tone but i wouldn't but that's not this kind of tone it's not it doesn't even feel close to that it feels like indiana jones um and the mummy like it feels cool. like that type of Mm-hmm. Like that type of like as I'm watching, I'm like, it's it's starting exactly like the mummy in a good way. Like yeah. it feels like a fucking 90s adventure movie. And I thought it was great. I, I really, really thought it was
0: great to go.
1: I
2: see almost it. randomly saw it on Sunday. I was like, yeah. bored, and I was like, oh. I was like, I was at the gallery mall and I was like, oh, Dude, you go see it in
0: 40X. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Go see what? They go see it in 4DX. They have it at at, at, oh. at, at one of our theaters nearby where it's can, we motion and water go. and smoke and smells and all oh, that cool. kind of stuff. Yeah, like it's apparently it's really cool. Um video game wise, um, you know, Avengers has been a ton of fun. been playing that with Wyatt and Mitch and our friend Matt. Um they've been putting a lot of updates in into that. I'm excited for uh Black Panther coming out. Uh mm-hmm. been playing Pokemon Snap. Which is fun. They just did a big update for that. Uh, I actually started up Red Dead Redemption too, thinking that I might, I might play that. But like, literally, just started it. So okay, okay. we'll see. We'll see. You yeah. did you? I did nothing really. I'm doing I'm the intro so right you. now. I'm
1: so excited for it. Right did you? Did you did like the... Red Dead One? Oh yeah, I loved it. Oh my God. So dude, it takes like it takes like four hours to get into. Though. I know. That's why um, I'm. That's why I'm saying I'm hard. not
0: even really playing it yet. I'm just just beginning. So, we will see rock I hope Steady's, to stick with it.
1: Rock Steady's, I think I worst um intro. time that they've ever done like it's a good intro cuz it feels very atmospheric but it lasts
0: way too long. Oh yeah. Oh no, I I I I've played Kingdom Hearts 2 more than once. I can handle it. Um the uh comic books I've been reading, obviously um Radiant Black, Skybound X. Um jeez, what else do I have over here? Um Oh, Walking Dead Deluxe is still really fun. I I started um, reading through the uh, official Invincible Handbook, which has been fun because it's kind of like an Invincible novel in t- in a in a in a period of time where it's like, you know, Titan went on to do this and who knows where he's gonna go next, and it's just fun kind of reading that stuff. Um, but yeah, anything else for you guys? Other uh, otherwise, I've like, uh, fallen.
2: Fi- I've fallen so behind on comics. Like I feel like I just kind of like took a break this month other than mm-hmm. like skybound x and like a few other things but like i got to catch up on ascender i got to catch mm. up on like uh there's so many comics so uh, batman was so good and i'm like two or three comics behind on that like yeah so i got some catching up to do for I sure started the i started
0: c- started reading sweet tooth i might i might continue i'm still not sh- still not hooked so i haven't decided whether or not i'm going to continue that yet
2: i think we've we talked about it a little bit too i think we've just established that you're just you're not a fan of Jeff Lemire as
0: much as me and
2: some other people are.
0: Maybe. I just love maybe. this. Maybe. It's it's, I guess it's, maybe I want it's want uh, to be. I yeah. want to be. Did you guys see the trailer for Why the Last Man? Yeah. What? What? Oh, I, yeah. Guess we gotta, I guess we got to go so Bill can... Oh, shit. We didn't read emails. We got to do emails first and then we're going to go. I can't believe I'll we be, forgot emails.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm totally
0: reading Bill, an email right now. Bill, don't watch it because you got to watch it, like actually listen to it. So I'll start... Hello Invincible Podcast. I was recently listening to the songs on the Invincible soundtrack, and Broken Boy from Cage the Elephant uh, was not only a great song, but essentially tells the story of Mark in the lyrics. First off, the song opens with I was born on the wrong side of the train tracks, which corresponds to a Viltrumite being born on Earth instead of Viltrum. Mm. Obviously, the name Broken Boy fits with Mark being pretty well considering how fits with him pretty well considering how his fight seemed to end with him in the hospital. Later the song has the lines Tell me why I'm forced to live in this skin. I'm an alien. I'm just an alien." These seem to be to the duality of both Viltrum and Earth, Mark wrestles Mm -hmm. with throughout the comic. Last but not least is the line, I was promised the keys to an empire, which comic readers will know due to Mark's blood and eventual ending, the line is pretty cool foreshadowing. I found it interesting, while being an awesome uh, song to play as he gets his suit for the first time, it's also incredibly linked with Mark's journey and character. Just thought I'd point out the cool symbolism I found in the song. Thanks for uh, thanks for all that you guys do for us, Invincible fans. Can't wait to listen to your next episode. That was from Sammy. Awesome. Thanks, Sammy. That was very that was, uh, that was very smart. Yeah, that that cool? very Good job. And I love that it is like the first real like track we hear. Um, in yeah. The song that plays at the end of the first trailer that we got. We just didn't know it at the time. Like that's pretty cool. All right, Bill and TJ, you each have uh, one. Yeah, I'll go next. Dear Invincible
1: Podcast, glad to see you all doing well. Last episode and congratulations on your comic book debut in Radiant Black issue 5, I think that was, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw the variant cover that was an homage to Invincible and quickly read through the rest of the issues after seeing that I completely agree that this book – this is a book for Invincible fans. I was recently asked myself by some friends, what are some comics to recommend to fans of – of the comic and I too drew very few answers because the series as a whole is so different. Ultimately I recommended Superman Rebirth. Did you guys read that at all? I didn't, TJ. I didn't. TJ yeah. you did? Uh,
2: it's with his son, right? It's where his son. No, and that, I didn't team read that one. I'm getting I'm confused. I'm getting that confused with a different title. But That's no, co- I didn't.
1: Coincidentally that son is going to be the new Superman for a while now. Yeah. Um Saga and then other Kirkman books. Jonathan so. Kent. Mm-hmm. I would like to read that. Hmm. Fascinating. Now, my question this time around is a little more hypothetical. Do you think – and let me finish the entire the <laughs> entire paragraph. Uh, do you think Viltrumites can swim? Considering that they mostly fly everywhere, I think that if their ability to fly was hindered over, say, the ocean, they might drown due to just not ever having to swim before. I enjoy how Kirkman – had had to come up with some unique ways to kill Voldemort, um due to their invincibility and thought that this would fall in line with that idea. Your humble listener, Jacob Goodhart. I'll be the first answer since I read the email. Um, they can hold their breath. So I think that they could drown, but they can hold their breath for an infinite amount of time that we know in space. And we've seen already, exactly. like them, yes. them and not just in the comic book, but also in the show, like, Omni-Man going down to the bottom of the ocean and then flying back up with Mark. I think that their ability to swim is the same as their ability to fly. Like they literally, they they don't have to go it. like this. They literally just like zip through it.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Which uh, happens,
1: which happens uh, Anissa, um, it happens with conquest. And then obviously Mark goes to Atlantis. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: I so. think, um, what was I was going to say. Oh yeah. Uh, your ability to survive in space, you know what I mean, kind of negates, That's, yeah, yeah uh, being able to survive underwater because the same thing should be able to prevent. But, but
1: I specifically, he was talking about like uh, specifically like breathing
0: in water and they, drowning,
1: they, right? No, no. Could they fly? Like, uh, like could they? Could they move through water in a way that allows them to like live? Yeah, I agree that I think it's they, yeah. much
0: like flying. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think it's not, it's not even think it's it's we. I think we've
0: seen it. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. So. Cool. Thanks, thanks, Jacob. Yeah. What you got, TJ?
2: I have one from Jackson, Franklin Grant, and Jackson. What movie? What movie?
1: <laughs> Jackson. It's Jim Carrey. Shit. Oh, it's. Uh,
0: he's pulling. He's pulling Franklin out Grant this,
1: and. He's pulling out. Is it Ace Ventura?
0: The first one? Nope. Is it? It's not. It's not the Grinch. Nope. And it's. Is it, is it a is
1: it a show? Nope. Or is it a movie? It's a movie?
2: He says, I'm here to meet my friends. Perhaps you know them. Franklin, Grant, and Jackson.
0: It sounds like Ace Ventura. Dude. I don't know. What is it?
2: He's trying to get into the club. He's the, the mask. mask. Oh,
0: the, the mask. mask. Yeah. I knew it. As soon as he, oh,
2: soon oh, as oh, he I I said the club.
1: Like that,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackson oh, writes in and says, wow. Jackson. <laughs> What'd you say? It's been a long time since I've seen yes, this. it has been a wow. long time.
2: Um, Jackson writes in and says, Hey guys, I'm a new fan who watched and loved the show, so decided to read the comics. I loved them so much, I speeded through them in about two weeks and loved every bit. Very, very light spoilers. It's all good. My question is that do you think the scene with Mark talking to the guy who robbed the bank with the anti-gravity equipment and listening to him and his situation will make it into the show. I know it wouldn't happen for a while, but it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole comic. And I would love to see it animated. My concern is that it might be too small and of little consequence. So it might be skipped. I just want to know your guys' thoughts on whether it'll make the cut or not.
1: I think, I think, um, that it will be in the show uh, or a similar small time crook that like Mark sees his point of view because that really is the the like one of those epiphany moments
0: with Mark where he's like, huh, this is such like, a good character moment for Mark. Like this yeah, shows it, who he is as a hero.
1: And it's not a big it's not like a villain being like, how do you know I'm wrong? Blah blah. It's like just this like little thing. And he's like, oh, I do see where. You know, this kind of falls. And I believe he even says, doesn't he like get that person to work with Cecil or yeah. sell us? to. Oh, he knows. He's like, I know who you can sell your yeah. technology to and go to a good he ends cause. Up working
2: with D.A. Sinclair. I will, yeah, I will. So I agree that that was kind of a big moment for him and, and 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 how he reacted to that was was awesome. And I do love that scene. But I also kind of feel like we got a similar thing to that with him and Titan. You don't understand where I came from. You don't like, you know what I mean, like obviously that's going to change because Titan yes, is not, I a, agree, not TJ, a good guy, but it'd be
0: nice but to there see was something, something like there. this after conquest, after the Viltrumite war, yeah, like to true. show that Mark is still kind of like that the, kind of person yeah, cuz he's going to go through is, some shit <laughs> between yeah, the, now the and then. Is
1: Titan like Titan asked Mark for help and he explained his situation in a way that like made perfect sense. This was a bank robber doing something illegal that Mark went in to stop him and then listen to him. yeah. And then he gave an opportunity to listen to him.
0: Yeah. 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 I hope it does. I hope it does. I agree that like it is small, you know, I love the, you know, people don't look up or, you know, kind of Mm. conversations with Eve in Africa, like that, you know, those things might not actually happen, but they're, good character moments that you know are small in the comic that might not happen but i still hold out hope that they will in both cases so
1: it is it is a small big yeah moment yeah and important
0: yeah thank you jackson thank you to everybody that wrote in uh and remember you can write in to be part of the show at the invincible podcast at com. there you go forgot the gmail part um did you want to go over the reviews right um let's talk about those at the beginning of next episode let's wrap okay, this up cool. here um thank you all for listening uh thank you to cameron kennedy who made that awesome intro video for us and of course to our friend wyatt lane for providing our awesome uh theme song and intro and outro music you can go find wyatt lane's music on spotify soundcloud um apple music um all that good stuff and uh thank you bill thank you tj i think that's all we got We'll call yeah, it there. All right. We'll Actually, be back. We'll read some. We'll read some reviews right now. We'll be back. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next month. Uh, we have a um, an episode of the Oblivion Song Podcast coming up later on this month. In the meantime, thank you all for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. talk all things invincible a comic book created by robert kirkman cory walker and i forgot to say animated series i'm gonna do it one more time
1: (laughs) That, that that flowed so well and i forgot to say animated series